welcome to the PEI Connects podcast. I'm your host, Zafar Jamati, and this is your go-to source for everything related to electrical connectors. Whether you're an electrical engineer, a technician, or simply someone who wants to learn more about this exciting field, this podcast has something for you. From the basics of connector design to the latest advances in material science and manufacturing, we'll cover it all. In today's episode, we ask the question, what's next for the EV and e-mobility market? It won't come as a surprise to learn that the transportation sector is the world's second largest producer of carbon emissions, second only to coal-fired electricity generation. According to the International Energy Agency, the transport sector accounted for nearly 8 gigatons of CO2 in 2022. To tackle this, over the last few years, we've seen a global push towards the increased adoption of EVs. So much so, that it's probably fair to say that when we think of battery-powered vehicles, we nearly always think of EV cars. This makes sense. According to analysis from Statista.com, the vast majority of transportation-related emissions comes from road vehicles such as passenger cars and freight trucks. Although EV cars and trucks remain front and centre, this push towards electrification over the last few years has expanded into more than just cars. The e-mobility market is growing rapidly and includes everything from e-scooters and e-bikes all the way to electric buses, boats and planes. While these developments are encouraging, they also pose many engineering challenges. As we pack more and more electrical components into these vehicles, the burden on cable harnesses and connectors also grows. These components must increasingly withstand higher power, higher currents and harsh environments, including issues such as ingress, temperature and pressure fluctuations, cooling capacity, shock, vibration and more. At the same time, we expect the vehicles to use lighter and stronger materials, deliver longer ranges, charge quickly and still meet high safety levels. As the market expands to include more diverse, often more powerful vehicles, safety will become an even bigger concern. To understand what's next for the EV market, I recently interviewed Hans Wegendahl, Regional Sales Manager Scandinavia at connector manufacturer PEI Genesis. I asked Hans, can you describe what makes the broader e-mobility market so exciting? Well, it's uh, technical stuff that's always exciting. So, and also it's, it's, it's ex- exploding more or less uh, in a good way. Uh, so everywhere you look, you can see something new. Uh, it's everything from small startups with uh, great ideas or, or established uh, well-known companies that want a piece of that EV cake. Um, so we have everything from a small e-scooter, e-bike, to a flying one-person e-vital, like uh, the Jetson One. And, uh, and then we have all the EV buses, trucks, vehicles, as, uh, like a car. Uh, and that's one of part of the market, all the, all the products uh, that uh, yeah, come from this e-mobility. The other part is all the chargers. Uh, you need to charge your product when you're using it. And uh, for example, an EV car uh, on the road, you need to be charged. Um, like when you're out on travel, you need the fast DC chargers. And... Uh, maybe when you're at home or in the city, you need a slower AC charges. So um, that's also exploding, and it's also interesting. How do you expect this market to grow alongside traditional EVs? Traditional EVs, is, um, it, it's harder to produce. It uh, demands more from, from the 
companies that want to go into that market. Uh, you have all the regulations, all the, all the requirements and certification that you need to do and have. Um, but there is other couple of, of uh, like segments. Uh, so you have the, all the personal products, more or less the e-scooter e-bikes, uh, one-person products, or or maybe drones and um, e-surfboard and everything like that. It can be like a toy or a smaller community thing. Uh, then we have all the smaller vehicles for person transportation in cities or like a utility vehicle for, for work uh, called LUV, like light utility uh, vehicle uh, or uh, last mile delivery vehicle. Uh, that's one segment as well. And then we have the mid-price or the, the big segment, which is the EV vehicles, uh, where all the major car manufacturers, all the EV motorcycles and so on will be, and some EV boats uh, will also be in this segment. And then we have the higher price segment where the EV tolls for personal use can be, or EV boats with more luxury or luxury EV cars. Uh, and after that, we have all the work vehicles like the EV trucks, EV bus, EV excavators, uh, EV drills, everything. What are the specific challenges of each of these vehicles from a connector perspective? For example, a connector on an e-boat is likely to experience water ingress. An e-dirt bike may experience sand ingress. Also, are e-planes likely to be charged at higher power ratings? If so, will this create even more issues with cooling and safety? Yeah, of course, it's... Uh different challenges depending on the end product. So uh, where an e-scooter or e-bike uses a 10-cent connector, an e-vitol or e-aircraft needs to be uh, maybe, they maybe need a, a connector for 1,000 euros. So it depends on wh- where the connector should be and what type of product, of course. So uh, e-aircraft maybe use a high-power, high-current uh, connector. Uh, and it's also different depending on the altitude it, it will be on. So you need to have that in mind. Uh, weight is a problem for, for things that will fly. Uh, you need to uh, take that uh, in consideration when you design it. But um, it doesn't matter that much in an e-scooter. Uh, and then, of course, you have all the challenges uh, with the EV charger. It should be a safe product to use, and it should work all the time. Are there any other challenges related to connectors for these very types of vehicles? When you when you look at the EV or compare it to, to a ICE internal combustion engine car, there are similarities. You need power and you need signals. Uh, however, in, in an EV, you need extremely more power and signals. Uh, so in an EV, you have the battery and then you have the battery distribution unit, which tells the motor how much power it needs, more or less. So you have these different computers, and then you need to have the cables for that and the connectors for that, which you don't have in a normal ICE car. So correct dimensions, uh, correct connectors, and uh, IP protection and everything, that's more or less normal. Um, And when you look at um, products like eVTOL or e-aircraft, they want it to be as light as possible, as I said before. So, uh, and it's hard to reduce weight on the batteries. So we need to look on every other component that we can reduce weight on. Um, and if you look at an EV excavator or dump truck, you need to meet the IP requirements. You need to meet the vibrations and shocks. 
to to uh, cope with the everyday usage of that type of vehicle. What questions are your customers asking with regards to connectors for EVs? Depends uh, of the customer, of course. So it's very, very different. Um, it can be everything from a low-cost plastic connector to a high-end um, titanium connector or stainless steel or whatever they need. So we will look into our catalog of suppliers and um, ask them as well if, if we want to have uh, some more feedback from from, uh, from the suppliers and, and then take it from there to, to uh, come up with a correct solution for the, for the customer. So it's uh, everything from a connector to a complete cable harness. How is PEI positioned to serve this e-mobility market? Well, we are a global company, so we can serve our customer global uh, and local on, on their market. Um, and we have all our suppliers that are happy to help us and to be joined into the different projects uh, if we and if and when we invite them to that. Because uh, it's a lot to, to know about this. So we need to be on top of everything, to be updated on everything. Uh, so we have we have connectors from everything from inside the box that we call it so smaller connectors, PCB connectors, out to the cable connectors and cable harnesses so that we can help you with. Um, yeah. So and we are global, as I said. So we can help a customer that is uh, maybe have the design office in Europe, but they have a production in Asia or in US. So we have our colleagues to help uh, locally if, if they want. And uh, since we are a distributor, we, we have all the logistics for it as well, and we can stock the part for the customers so they can uh, call it off when they need it and not have the whole batch sent to them in one hit. Is there anything else you'd like to add? It's a new market. It's a lot of different customers or uh, companies that want to enter in the e-mobility market and that want to uh, piece of that take, of course. So we need to be on top of that. We need to know uh, as much as possible. And how, how, how I do it is to visit a lot of exhibitions. I talk to a lot of different customers. I follow the, the bus on, on, on the internet to, to be up to date as, as good as I can do. Uh, so that's a, a tip from me to, to you that listen, that uh, be, be on top of everything and try to uh, be, yeah, follow all the regulations and, and see what's happening in the future because what's a standard today will not be a standard in five years or 10 years or 50 years. It will evolve. And um, yeah, call us and um, see if we can help you. So what are the key takeaways from today's episode? The e-mobility market is very diverse and growing quickly. The sheer variation in types and applications of the vehicles makes this a highly complex market that requires a deep understanding of connector solutions to suit all needs. These connectors and cable solutions will have to cater for everything from slow and fast chargers, for vehicles designed to be used on land, air and sea, for last mile deliveries or long distance freight, for agricultural machines, from a personal e-scooter all the way to an e-plane. The role of design engineering will take centre stage in delivering these solutions, advising on everything from technical innovation and regulatory compliance 
to material use, safety, and complete product lifecycle. With its in-house design engineering team and relationships with suppliers across industry, companies like PEI Genesis are well-positioned to lead the market. That's it for today's episode. If you enjoyed listening, then please rate the podcast on your favourite platform and be sure to leave a review. In the next episode, we'll be delving into the world of AI automation in warehousing. See you soon. Thank you.